0: Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
1: Another digital citizen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the number one podcast in the Ukraine. It's time for another digital citizen. Privyet, my comrade Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Is is that even
1: the right language? I don't know what they
0: speak in the Ukraine. It's Russian. I Googled it. Okay, they
1: still speak that there? They
0: didn't change over some. Yes. No. I I googled Ukrainian, and I was like, oh, do you mean Russian? And I was like, okay. (laughs) I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the 500 new listeners from Ukraine that we definitely got this week. they are definitely not
1: one single bot that's probably from, like, New Jersey
0: pretending to be from (laughs) Ukraine.
1: It's definitely not that.
0: No, it's definitely not that. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
1: for people who don't know, because nobody can see our stats but us, uh, for some reason last Sunday—I guess it was Saturday night for me, right? Right. Uh, all of a sudden, you we had five hundred <laughs> extra uh, yeah. listens on our on our SoundCloud, uh, uh-huh. all from the Ukraine.
0: Yeah, that wasn't weird at all.
1: Right, like and it was just Sunday. Like, it's like, if you look at our stats, it goes Saturday normal. We had, like, the normal, whatever, 20, 15 plays, it seems like. Then, all of a sudden, right. on Sunday, we have 520, and then you go back to Monday, <laughs> and we have five. So, it's like, this one day... It wasn't, like, all week or anything. It was just all of a sudden no. on Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I have my theories. What do you think?
0: Uh, well... Uh, I think the name of the show was World Burning 2020. So I think that's uh, maybe the biggest reason.
1: Yeah, I think that has something to do with it for sure. Uh, Maybe not the best choice of a title. At the time I was thinking about it like maybe this is not a good idea because it's going to make some people mad. Clearly somebody noticed it. I don't know if they're mad, but I have a feeling (laughs) there's something... I don't know. Let's put on our tinfoil hats here for a second. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go down the conspiracy road. Uh, What if the next website uh, people are looking at to come after is SoundCloud? You know, it was Facebook, it was YouTube, it was Twitter, uh, you know, the, whatever you want to call it, the outrage mobs. And what if uh, since we put, you know, uh, vote Bernie 2020, as our title last time, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. on Sunday we get flooded with Ukrainian v- views that all all happened like all at the same time, so it's clear they mm-hmm. were all fake. What if the whole idea is then uh, somebody can go, whoever did this can go,
0: whoa, what was Oops. that? I lost my keyboard on the ground. Yes. <laughs> it was the Russians. Uh, yeah, the Ukrainians.
1: Somebody someplace. can go, uh oh, we gotta go after SoundCloud. Go ahead and look into the stats of these podcasts. They're being they're being prom- promoted by Ukrainians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they can get SoundCloud to start uh censoring podcasts. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a it's a weird conspiracy theory and I don't necessarily think it's true. We don't have any evidence of it. But if all of a sudden we have a thousand Ukrainian listens on this podcast, I'm gonna be a little more suspicious, you know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense, um, though, as far as yeah, a weird theory? Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree with you. 502 <laughs> listeners from Ukraine all of a sudden, like, whoosh. In God, one day. All not, all and all not, like,
1: over the course of the week. It was just all all at one time during the night when I, like, normally I would have been sleeping, but I'm an insomniac, right. so I wasn't.
0: Yeah, I go and send Luke a message. Something in in the uh, 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 case of what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? No, it w- it was extremely weird, and I I do think I do think I I still stand behind that title because we do support Bernie Sanders, and I do think it was important. In that podcast to have that name. Do I regret it now that I don't see what kind of uproar it has made that somebody wants to bot us with the listeners? No, not really. Do I, I really, really care? No, not really.
1: I wonder if there's any, if you, do you have any other theories besides my conspiracy theory as to why somebody would do this?
0: Well, I, I I think, and I said that to you in text as well when we were talking about this. That I think it, of course, has to do with what's going on in the United States right now with uh, uh, the impeachment hearing. Because uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, weird that it's Ukraine. I'm I'm not surprised that they used Ukraine at all. To be honest, I, I just find it strange and I find it kind of funny that it's the same country that uh, Donald Trump allegedly uh, worked with to get rid of Joe Biden. And I do think it's a message for for us. Uh, I am not sure what the message is. I'm not sure. That was if, my question. Yeah. Uh, Right. What I actually did try to 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 get out of it, but I mean, there's there's reasons why I don't. I didn't go. Oh, should we delete the show? I think it's funny. I think it's funny that somebody has used. Uh, their time and energy behind trying to destroy us in somehow just because we have the title of vote Bernie 2020. And I think it's funny that it's from Ukraine.
1: Right. But you don't have like a reason. You don't, you haven't formulated an I- an idea of like, cause like not, uh, not others. If they were that, trying to uh, hurt us, giving us France. free listens is not hurting us. You know you know what I'm saying? No. So no, that doesn't really make sense in that way. Ukraine is no. not Russia, so it's not like... You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, no, I they are that. both... I mean, they're both I- involved in scandal, but if it was Russia, I could see more... Um, the idea, my idea of, like, the conspiracy theory idea. I don't understand right. how this... The only thing that my idea is the only thing I think that makes logical sense in my mind, and it's the most conspiracy theory of of the ideas as well. Because my guess is there's other podcasts on SoundCloud that this also happened to, and that this is not just just us.
0: But I I don't have any yeah.
1: evidence of that.
0: No, I totally agree with that. I think it's it's uh, yeah, I think if we if we had the title vote. Uh, Donald Trump 2020, we would probably not get the same bots.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Or would we? Is it just podcasts in general on SoundCloud, or is it just because we had the title what we did last week? Mm. Uh, Yeah, I really don't know. I think the title definitely has something to do with it. I I think that's not even in the question.
0: No, I, I agree, uh, but we're not, not going to change
1: that title. And I mean, after it happened it. on
0: Sunday, we, well, me and Fro watched a
1: pay-per-view on Sunday, the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and then, so uh, so I guess Saturday night is when the this actually happened. So Saturday right. night, um, basically, me and Fro decided, you know, we're just going to go social media dark for... Mm. At least until the po- the day of the podcast. So, literally last night at like midnight 01, I was like, "All right, I'm posting some stuff on social media," uh, <laughs> like the day of. But um, I I don't know. I I was a little afraid just uh, just because of this. Like, if I would have posted something on social media, we would have been attacked by bots just on our on our Twitter or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Yeah. Right no i i i th- I think it's more funny than I think it's scary i w- I, I thought it was scary the first twenty four hours now now i I just find it kind of strange I guess
1: if it wasn't just one day if it was like Saturday and then Sunday there were another five hundred and then Monday there were another five hundred and two then I would be
0: freaking out right now but right yeah. Because then we would probably... Then we would probably just take it the fuck down. Or
1: something. Or repost it. Yeah. Like, delete it and repost it. Something like that, yeah. Right.
0: Anyway, uh, we, we're we not going to let this at all get in the way of what we're going to talk about, so...
1: If anybody but has I, any I, idea what's going on, uh, email us at citizen at gmail.com. If you have a SoundCloud account that uh, right. you you use for like making music or making podcasts or something like this and this happened to you as well uh, email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com or go to our twitter at podcast ADC and post it there or uh, DM me or DM me at Facebook or anything so we know what's going on
0: yeah uh, Jeffrey Epstein accuser outraged by Prin- Prince Andrew's lack of cooperation. Lawyers representing alleged victims of the uh, convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein have urged Prince Andrew to cooperate with the in- inquiry into the financier. Lisa Bloom said Epstein accusers were outraged by the Duke of York's not assisting, in the, US, uh, assisting the U.S. authorities it comes uh, after prosecutors in charge of the US investigation said the duke had provided zero color operation the duke said he did not witness or suspect or any suspicious behavior during the visits of epstein's home he has come on, under uh, on fire for his friendship with you. as uh, free auntie, who, like we talked about before, a uh, convicted sex offender who took his own, own life, or did it, <laughs> in jail set of August, uh, age 66, uh, awaiting trial on sex trafficking and conspiracy charges.
1: It says the Duke told the BBC last November that he was willing to help the authorities. Uh, in the investigation, however, U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman says prosecutors and the FBI have received no reply after contacting the Duke's lawyers. Right. So he is not. I mean, when we first originally covered this, when he did like his it horrible interview, uh, yeah. We he said in that interview uh, he's willing to uh, cooperate with the FBI. And that was like one of the things that even kind of his defenders were like, "Listen, he's gonna, he's gonna cooperate with authorities, so get off his back." Well, he's not cooperating with authorities, so we're we're gonna continue to be on his back like
0: a monkey. I think it's disappointing, but maybe not surprising that he he, he doesn't cooperate. I find it strange that they said so clearly and then knew that he would cooperate, but now seems to don't care at all.
1: Well, maybe at the time he was more interested in, like, uh, maintaining his royal footing and things like that. And now maybe it doesn't matter because he's been kicked out of the royal family. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah,
0: no, who knows? It's just weird.
1: uh, You would think... uh, I think more is going to come out of this. I think as far as stories for us to cover, I think pretty soon they're going to force him to testify or something like that, uh, right. or be interviewed, and we'll get a story out of that probably, so that'll be interesting.
0: Uh, Donald Trump said they, it would be tougher to win in uh, 2016 if Clinton had picked Bernie Sanders as VP. Uh, tell me about this. Uh,
1: Donald Trump expressed his belief that it would be tougher to win against former Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton if she had picked Bernie Sanders as her running mate. In a nearly 90-minute taped conversation, which reportedly took place at a private 2018 dinner uh, attended by Lev Parnas, an associate of Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, uh, the tape was released by lawyers for Parnas, uh, indicted on... Indicted last year for campaign finance charges, Parnas has turned on the president and Giuliani uh, laying out damning allegations about his former associates' associates' actions towards the Ukraine, in which he claims Ooh. to have been a key player. Trump has claimed he did not know Parnas. Uh, in the tapes, uh, Donald Trump said, uh, Had she, she, Clinton, picked Bernie Sanders, it would have been tougher... This is a quote. He is the only one I didn't want her to pick, Trump can be said during the recording. Uh, you know, he he's basically says we're getting screwed on trade, and he's right, the president said. He was in Congress. Uh, oh, no, that's from Clinton. Uh, Trump won the Electoral College in two th- 2016 by a significant margin, despite numerous polls showing Clinton as the front runner. Uh, Sanders had run against Clinton in the 2016 Democratic primary.
0: Yeah, so this proves that uh, if Trump is scared about someone, it's definitely Bernie Sanders. Well, it says
1: he was, at least in the 2015, he was definitely more worried about if she would have picked Bernie Sanders than Tim Kaine, which obviously that didn't really work out, so. (laughs) Obviously. And one of the big things he's saying is uh, Bernie was – as far as like the Midwest states and things like that where they're really – like Ohio and Michigan, places like that where they're really uh, – the trade deals, the TPP, the NAFTAs, these things have been a huge deal there as far as uh, taking away jobs from people. What he was saying Mm is Bernie is uh, kind of saying what I'm saying but from a Democratic side as far as these trade deals are bad. So she would pick him, he would be able to fight me on that, and that's something that is, like, my big, uh, as far as Trump, that's my big thing, my big upper hand was that on Hillary. Uh, So, yeah, that that makes sense why he would have been afraid of Bernie at the time.
0: And uh, on Monday, is it, we'll have the uh for the uh, last debate in Iowa, isn't it? Uh last debate in Iowa? What do you mean? Well, uh, well before before the Oh, no. Uh, There's
1: no debates before the Iowa caucus. Iowa caucus no, is it, it's not. February okay. 3rd. The next debate uh, is February 7th in New Hampshire. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: So next week we'll talk about the First Iowa caucus, so first, well, the first primary, which is a caucus, so there you go. Correct.
0: Right. What is a caucus for people that doesn't know?
1: Well, primary, you... you you vote like a ballot, a a caucus. Right. You have to actually physically go to a building, and then, all, everybody like gets in groups and of who they want to vote for. So, out of the building, if if. Everybody was like, we all want to vote for this one person. Everybody would get in one big group. But, of course, there's many different candidates, so they're all going to go into small groups. In Iowa, as I am to understand, if you get 15%, then you're considered uh, viable. Where if, let's say, Tulsi Gabbard got 3% or Yang got 8% or something like that, there wouldn't be, after the first vote, if they didn't have 15%, those people can no longer vote for that person. They have to move their vote over... To somebody else i'm guessing ah. tulsi all of the voters are going to go over to sanders you know th- it, so right. caucus is different because you have to physically be there to vote whereas uh, a primary you, it's a paper ballot you can go into the voting place or a lot of states have mail-in ballots and things like that so
0: nice uh uh, let's go over to something that isn't as nice. U.S. Embassy in Iraq hit by a rocket attack, wounding at least one. Baghdad Embassy Cafeteria believed that to have been struck in a rare direct hit from the four-side green zone. Three rockets had hit the U.S. Embassy in the Iraq capital, wounding at least one person. The first direct strike reported after months of close calls. The attack on Sunday evening in Baghdad's Fortified Green Zone marked uh, dangerous escalations in a series of rocket attacks in the recent months that have been targeted the embassy or Iraq military bases where uh, American troops are deployed. None of the attacks have been claimed but Washington have repeatedly blamed Iran-backed military factions in Iraq. Uh, that wouldn't fucking surprise me. Uh, On Sunday, one rocket hit hit an ambassador cafeteria at dinner time while two others landed nearby, a security source told AFP. A, A senior Iraq official told AFP that the last one person was wounded but not immediately clear how serious the injuries were or whether the person was American national or Iraq staff member. Reuters supported three people have been wounded. And from what I've seen,
1: the U.S. military is saying that nobody was wounded. Right. But it says here that Reuters is saying three and AFP is saying one. The U.S. is saying none. It says the U.S. embassy did not immediately respond for request from, for comment from the Guardian. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah this has not really been big news here because everybody's paying attention to the impeachment hearings here in America, but remember that whole Iran war thing, bro? Remember that?
0: No, no, I don't. I don't remember it either. No. I have no clue what you're talking about. There was an Iran war? Really? Uh, but, uh, yeah, know, uh, jokes aside, of course, it's, it's super important. Like... Like we said, this is a kind of wag-the-dog situation where the focus is on the wrong things. It feels like that, at least.
2: Right.
1: I mean, we don't talk about the impeachment because it's, I mean, it's like covering... There's nothing to say. It's like covering the movie Titanic. We all know how it's going to (laughs) end, right? (laughs) Right. There's no point, really.
0: Um, And now, we're getting nearer to Iceberg a little much nearer, we can see the iceberg in front of us. We will soon hit it in T-60 minutes. <laughs> that's that's the slow version of Titanic.
1: Right. Speaking of heading towards an iceberg, coronavirus mm-hmm. is... Right? Coronavirus? Yeah. Corona, uh, yeah. Death toll spikes in China as U.S. plans to evacuate... Citizens from the epicenter, state, state, uh, state Department, said it was sending a chartered flight to Wuhan to evacuate U.S. government personnel. Uh, uh, the number of people who have died from the coronavirus in China jumped over 24 hours, and U.S. officials prepare, are preparing to evacuate Americans. Uh, on Tuesday, the death toll stood at 106, up from 80 the day earlier. The number of cases also spiked to 4,515, up from 2,744 on Monday, of which 976 are considered severe. Uh, Wuhan, a city of 11 million people where the outbreak is believed to have originated, remains on lockdown to contain the virus. The State Department said it was sending a a flight to evacuate uh, government personnel, from, oh, stationed in the city.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about this?
1: Uh, We also got an article that said uh, that the UK thinks that it's possible uh, (laughs) there could be people that are infected that are in the UK, but they haven't confirmed anything yet. Uh, it has been confirmed multiple cases in America, Germany. yeah, in, oh, in Germany, Germany as well. I know there was All one people. in Arizona, one in Cal- California yeah. here in America, or multiple in California. One in Finland. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what I'm to understand is that like there's some uh, holiday happening right now in China that is like people are traveling out of China at a very inopportune time to go visit their families and stuff yeah. for this specific holiday. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and it just happened to exactly coincide when this outbreak was happening. Uh, some people some people are saying that uh, this disease can be transferred before any symptoms are shown. So that's a little hard. Yeah. If if people are getting on planes and they're not showing any symptoms, it's a little hard to tell them. Oh, you can't be on here uh, if they don't show any symptoms of the, of the disease. I don't. It's scary, but at the same time, um, how many times in my life have we gone through this with like the swine flu, uh, yeah, mad cow
0: disease, uh, yep. bird flu, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they always make it a super big deal, and I get fucking nervous inviting people in my, to my house and I'm I'm one of those people that can't hear this kind of news because I get I get totally freaking I get like if I hear a cough you're, right. you're banned from coming <laughs> inside my uh, apartment right now I'm one of those Right, if you feel a little unwell keep the fuck away
1: yeah, I'm not super worried about it. It is, uh, from what I'm to understand, I mean, it's deadly, but it's one of those things where it's more deadly to, like, really young kids and really old people. It's like right. a flu-like thing where, um, you know, the a, the regular flu is not dangerous for an, just a regular healthy adult or, you but know, uh, teenager, but if
0: you're an elderly
1: right. person, it can be very dangerous.
0: Right. But what do they are afraid of is this getting mute. Hated, of course. Right. This is their biggest scare. Uh, yeah, so if you don't hear from us next week, you know why.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the Ukrainians, yeah. it was uh, coronavirus. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, for me, corona is the beer. That's why, yeah. So so that's kind of
1: weird. You think that company, Corona, the beer company, is kind of like, fuck, man, yeah. did they really have to <laughs>
0: name it that? It after the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone talking about corona now i first time i heard it it was like the corona virus oh uh has have they gone? uh like i i thought maybe they had the virus at the factory at the corona cor, 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 like data vi- virus at the corona beer factory that i was like to drink cold cor- yeah.
1: corona in the summer it's it's just like oh. a summer beer for me. It's not like I wouldn't.
0: So I wouldn't drink beer. it in the winter
1: time. It's no. more, it's just like no. out by the pool kind of beer. Yeah. With the lime in it. Oh, oh yeah, I've I've had. Oh. Uh, they have Corona Light, like yeah. you know, like Bud Light or whatever. Yeah. Corona yeah. Light is like the worst beer it's, in the history of man.
0: <laughs> it's it tastes like water out Corona. With piss, that's what it tastes like. It's awful. Yeah, it is the worst. I
1: one time I oh. bought it on
0: accident. Like you, you
1: know, you go to the store and you go <laughs> right. and gra- you're not really paying attention. You grab the case right. and you just put it in the cart. And I accidentally <laughs> grabbed the light. Uh, yeah, I was not happy with it. Oh,
0: tastes like shit. Anyway, um, talk about uh, people that aren't shit, uh, but uh, maybe are in. Kind of shit. Bernie Sanders is kind of in a shit because Joe Rogan endorsed him, and I would say semi-endorsed. I wouldn't even say endorsement, right? Uh, He said, "Oh, I would vote Bernie, probably." I think he said,
1: "I'm uh, probably." She he had a guest, and the guest asked, (laughs) "Oh, who are you going to vote for?" And he said, "I might, I might vote for Bernie." That's not like. I'm definitely voting for Bernie. Everybody out there who listens to my show, go vote for Ber- That was not what happened. And so right. was, I would say semi-endorsement, but then uh, Bernie Sanders reposted the clip uh, right. on his YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and everything else. But yeah, let's go into the article.
0: Yeah, he got in trouble uh, because uh, endorsement uh, should be reconciled says LBTQ group. Why do they say that?
1: Luke? They say Bernie Sanders must reconsider his acceptance of an endorsement from Joe Rogan. Again, acceptance of an endorsement. Number one, it wasn't really an endorsement. Uh, number two, he just reposted it. He never, you know what I'm saying, he didn't Wrong. go, oh, Joe Rogan said I should, you should vote for me. They just posted a video. Uh, he must, uh, Reconsider his acceptance of the endorsement from Joe Rogan. The president of the human rights campaign said on Friday, uh, given that the comedian and podcast host has attacked transgender people, gay men, women, people of color, and countless marginalized groups at every opportunity. Uh, At every opportunity? Really? uh, In a statement that followed a flood of progressive protest over the endorsement, which Rogan made Thursday... uh, Alfonso David said Sanders had run a campaign un- unabashedly supported, supportive of rights of LGBTQ uh, people, but he said Rogan had, among other remarks, compared a black community to Planet of the Apes and dehumanized dehuman- transgender people by misgendering them and promoting misinformation.
0: Okay. Mm, uh. I- I listen to Joe Rogan's podcasts pretty often. Right. Um, I would say I, I, I listen to around 50-60% of what he uh, posts. I don't think I have ever heard him say anything negative about the GBTQ uh, movement in any of the podcasts I have listened to. What the- so, and he does it at every opportunity is kind of like, eh, uh, are you a sta- kind of exaggerating a little, maybe?
1: The only time I've ever heard this, and, and I've gone back and listened to it, as far as, like, them, they're talking about dehumanizing transgender people by misgendering them. Uh, the only time I've ever heard him talk that way, where even I was kind of like, oh, this, is, this could get you in trouble, was when he was talking about a transgender... Uh, MMA fighter right saying uh, is it really fair for a man to transfer to um, not transfer uh, transition from a man to a woman and then uh, be fighting women in an MMA fight is that fair uh, was the question he asked and they take that
0: as right. dehumanizing transgender people But I don't agree to that, because I also question that, and I am pro-LBTQ. This
1: other part about comparing a black community to Planet of the Apes, I need to see that evidence, because I have a hard time believing that's even real. (laughs) Right. Uh, I guess it's possible. Uh, It says here, The Joe Rogan Experience is one of the most downloaded podcasts on iTunes, Rogan has 6 million Twitter followers. His podcast attracts high-profile interviewees, such as Elon Musk smoking marijuana on his show. Uh, Rogan also faced criticism over interviewing far-right figures like Gavin McGuinness and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Right. And here's where it gets interesting to me. Sanders was interviewed by Rogan last August. Uh, yeah. Uh, as a front-runner for the 2020 Democratic nomination, um, remember when there was this huge outrage over him going on the Joe Rogan show because Joe Rogan I is do. is anti-gay and anti-transgender.
0: Yeah, I do. Oh, wait, that didn't no. happen. Oh, right, but that didn't happen.
1: Right, they never, they didn't get mad hmm. at Bernie when he went on the podcast and like talked on oh, there my. and was a guest on there, but when he gets semi-endorsed and then post a (laughs) video of joe rogan saying hey i might vote for bernie sanders then people get really mad (laughs) but at the time when he went on there in august there was the bernie blackout, so none of the media was talking about bernie now that everybody's attacking bernie now we can attack him for uh, joe rogan promoting him but when he was actually on the actual podcast we didn't say it was a big deal
0: (laughs) You know what they say. There's, uh, there's uh, uh, better with uh, bad morals than no morals. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no. know. Absolutely stupid. Uh, Talking about absolutely stupid. Uh, Joe Biden. This <laughs> is This is so. This is so funny. <laughs> So stupid. At the same time, Joe Biden calls video game makers little creeps teaching how to kill. <laughs> Tell audience
1: about this. Uh, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden is no fan of video game creators. Biden Whoa. called video game developers little creeps and described their games as, excuse me, a means to teach how teach you how to kill people. In a recent interview published by the New York Times, bizarrely, Mm -hmm. Biden wasn't answering a question about video games. (laughs) In the New York Times interview, Uh, Biden was asked the following, under the Obama administration, Silicon Valley's power actually expands greatly. There are very few mergers blocked. Do you have any regrets about this? Uh, At one... And this is what Biden says. Or, let's see. Yeah. uh, Biden says, at one point one of these little creeps sitting around the table who was a multi-close-to-billionaire told me he was an artist because he was able to come up with games to teach you how to kill people. When he asked if he's referring to video games, uh, Biden affirms before uh, returning to criticism of the various Silicon Valley leaders in attendance. It is unclear which game publisher or studio Biden was referring to. In 2012, when serving as vice president... Uh, Biden met with Silicon Valley leaders, including Apple CEO Tim Cook, Netflix Raid he- uh, Reed ha- Hastings, and at least two prominent video game executives, CEO uh, John Rossellio of Zynga. Uh, oh, e- 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 sorry, EA CEO John Rossellio and Zynga chairman Mark uh, Pincus. Uh, yeah. You know what Zynga is? bro.
0: Isn't that the, 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 the thing they say in, uh, well, now that's best, uh, Zinga? No,
1: it? Zynga is like, uh, the people who make, uh, Farmville. Ah. Okay. You know, that violent, horribly violent <laughs> Farmville. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, given Zynga's focus on family friendly Facebook gaming, like I just said, uh, EA, uh, is has far wider variety of games. It's likely that Biden is referring to EA and its games. The spokesman for EA right. and Zingo were not available for comment, it says.
0: So, uh, that's a very good question. Since video games are to blame for all people uh, shooting up people, where are all the fucking farmers that have played Farmville for all the time? Where yeah. are their real farms because I mean it has to work both ways doesn't
1: it it makes sense if you play farm <laughs> farming simulator which is yeah you which is a competitive game now in like yeah. you know, professional gaming if you're playing uh, playing that you just automatically go out and you start a farm yeah
3: <laughs> so
0: obvious <laughs> so do you know that you're an alien? i guess so mm-hmm. are the aliens us ufo um may be, uh piloted by time traveling humans bo- book argues the dra- uh, distance covered by visiting aliens may be one of the time rather than space a recent book argues Under uh, identified flying objects, UFOs has uh, captured the public's attentions over decades, and exoplanet detention is on the rise. Why not consider that star-hopping visitors uh, from afar might be bussing to our friendly skies by taking an interstellar off-ramp to Earth? On, On the other hand, Yes, uh, uh, could those piloting USO UFOs be us, our future progeny, or have mastered the landscape of time and space? Perhaps those reports of people coming into contact with strange beings represents our distant human uh, uh, descendants, descendants returning from the future to study uh, us in their own evolutionary past. The idea of being demo is being forced by a recent book identifying the flying objects. Oh, Jesus Christ. A multidisciplinary
1: a scientific approach to the UFO phenomenon, uh, which takes Thank a fresh you. look at this prospect, offering some thought-provoking proposals. The book, written by Michael Masters, a prof- professor of biological anthropology at Montana Technological University in Butte, Masters thinks that given the accelerating pace of change in science, technology, and engineering, it is likely that humans of the distant future could develop the knowledge uh, and machinery necessary to return to the past. The objective of the book, Master says, is to spur a new and more informed discussion among believers and skeptics alike. Uh, quote, this is a quote from the author of the book. I took a multidisciplinary approach in order to try to understand the oddities of this phenomenon. Our job as scientists is to ask the big questions and try to find answers to the unknown questions. There is something going on here and we should uh, should be having a conversation about this. Yeah.
0: What do you think about that? I guess so. I mean, it's an interesting theory. I like it. I don't, uh, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I don't, I understand the argument for it.
1: I mean, it makes, <clears throat> it's, it gets rid of the idea, uh, a lot of the idea of people saying, oh, UFOs can't exist because they, these creatures would have had to travel so far, but what right. if those creatures were us coming back in time, they wouldn't have to travel right. a distance, they would just have to move through time, right, and they'd still be. If you move through time on Earth, you'd still be on Earth, I guess.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) So, talking about uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, we're going to watch a video where he calls out uh, Joe Biden directly on his climate change lie. Right. Uh, Yeah, let's
1: talk about it afterwards. Go ahead and give me a countdown. Okay. In three
2: Two, one place. Not a single solitary scientist thinks it will can work. We cannot get to zero by 2030.
0: My good friend Joe Biden has recently said, and I quote, not a single solitary scientist, end of quote, agrees with my plan. Well, Joe, you're wrong. Many leading scientists agree with our plan. And in a few days, we're going to have a long list of scientists
1: who agree with our plan because the scientists understand. And that actually has come out. That we have mm. a to list the list of scientists that agree with the Green and that New Deal. We
2: need bold and aggressive action, and we need it now. And that is why we are prepared. I've got seven grandchildren. I've got four great kids. And I think we have a moral responsibility. To make sure that the country and the planet we leave our kids and our grandchildren is a planet that is
0: healthy and is habitable i cannot think of anything more important than that i couldn't agree more
1: and that was a bernie sanders ad so directly attacking joe biden on the climate change issue uh not you know not directly attacking joe biden but attacking him on that issue which i think right A lot of people are taking, oh, Bernie's starting to uh, do negative ad campaigns. Saying somebody's wrong on an issue is not a negative ad campaign. Saying, uh, if he was to say Joe Biden is, mental faculties are falling apart, that would be attacking Joe Biden, right? Bernie hasn't done that. Uh, Attacking Bernie on uh, his hair, like, oh... he's disheveled which we've heard like MSNBC and people say oh he's disheveled oh remember he's turtling fro these kind of things that mm-hmm. those are
0: directly attacking a person right they don't understand the difference though exactly yeah it's very hard to understand the difference uh, do you think uh, Bernie Sanders is Jesus? Uh, No, I I even think you said that
1: last week when we were talking about Bernie, is that uh, he's not the savior, I think is what you said last week. uh, I did. And I think you covered it really well
0: last week, so if everybody wants to go back and listen to that show. Yeah, and Tron is going to tell the truth. Bernie is not Jesus.
3: This is Tron who tells the truth. I can feel the burn. I can see maybe now that Bernie Sanders can win. That would be big compliment, because it's not very often a man so far to the left wins. The last time was Jimmy Carter, but progressive and liberals left him because he didn't do enough in the time they think he should be doing it. Yes, it's hard to do politics, and Bernie Sanders can also feel that, because Bernie Sanders is not the messiah. He's not going to solve every American problem in the first two years, or maybe four four years, but it's like everything changed, you have to be patient. Yeah, I know you want a quick fix. I know you want a big health free education and, and so on. And I'm with you on that. But it's not going to change overnight. There are great parts in play here who want to do anything to stop him. And you have to work very hard to get those politics through. Jimmy Hart got tried. But the progressives and liberals, they had, didn't have that much time. So they abandoned him. And then we got eight-year Reagan who screwed everything up. Well, I hope you don't do this this time. If you elect Bernie, let him do his job. But you also have to do your job. You have to go to vote in every election. You have to go to vote for Congress, Senate, and your local governments, mayor, and everything else. Because Bernie cannot solve this problem alone, and he's not going to solve it in four years. If Bernie Sanders light. Norwegian system, and I, I know why because you can climb high on the social ladder here It's Norway, Sweden, Denmark and Finland. It's very, very good when you're going to move from bottom to top You can fulfill the American dream here, and that's what Bernie Sanders want for America, too But you may have to remember one thing. Norwegian system was built up in over several years A lot of things worked and some things didn't work. So you had to start all all over again with some some issues. And some some things are still not perfect. There are always people from the right who said on things. You know, yeah, but that doesn't work very good. And they are a little bit right on that. Because you cannot create utopia in four years, not even eight years. You'd politics and mind changing over a lot of years, maybe 10, maybe 20. I know that's a lot we're asking for, but you have to have patience. A revolution takes time and you have to go take that time and you have to do a lot of work to keep it going that's how change is done change is never a quick fix you have to work for it every day it's like a marriage is you have to work for it every day to work perfectly this was Tron with Tron tell the truth thank you Tron
0: anything to say
3: about what he said
1: do I don't know just well said. Um glad you're mm-hmm. coming around to to our side to a degree. I'm he's been <laughs> saying for I don't know a couple years that even back before Joe Biden was in, I think he was saying, "Oh, Joe Biden's going to be the guy." And now he's coming mm-hmm. around to Joe Biden obviously isn't the guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mhm. We we're, we're taking you to the
1: dark side. <laughs> yeah. Which is ironic cuz I I'm Luke and I'm taking you. Yes. Right. Yes. Do you feel the force, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we have another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. That is our email address. We are on Twitter at podcastadc, at podcastadc with almost a thousand followers. Please follow us there. You can also uh, follow us uh, with our friends on Pod All The Time Network. That's Pod All The Time Network. Find their 12 uh, podcasts on Twitter, including us. They support us, and we support them. So we are happy members of Pod All The Time Network. We have a Facebook group. It's a uh, Facebook, and you to search for another digital citizen, and you should be there and become a member like someone else from Norway. Right. Uh, some
1: I'm going to mention a couple of the podcasts on the Pod All The Time Network, just to, if people want to go look them up. Uh, Suburban Folk is a good podcast, and Round and Round, the podcast... Those are just two of the other podcasts on the Pod All The Time Network. I figured let's... Try to shout out one or two of them every show instead of just, you know, yeah. calling out the whole network, which definitely go check out the pod all the time network, but we're going to try to call out, like, individual podcasts from now on, on the network just to get people uh, out there to look at them. Uh, we got something on the Facebook from Magna again. mm mm-hmm. uh, Was that Elmore or Fro? Fro? Applause, he says. Uh, that was so funny. <laughs> I also wanted to thank you all, Fro and Luke, and and Tron, for talking about the situation in Norway. I couldn't agree more Mm -hmm. with Fro and Tron that the situation. that this is a situation where it looks like FRP is steering the government without being in the government. Uh, Yeah. Any updates on that uh, whole situation?
0: Yeah, it's still. it's very, very bad. They just. FRP just had their meeting where they they kind of uh, mobilized against the government, so it means more unstable conditions in, in Norway. Another thing
1: I want to mention as far as the news and our email address, if you want to send us news to talk about at our email address another digital citizen at gmail.com we'll try to cover it in the news section or whatever it's about if it's about movies or something like that but if you're going why aren't they talking about the impeachment more why aren't they talking about this more why aren't they talking about that more maybe you should send us an email with a news article and we will talk about it more
0: Mm -hmm. you're more than welcome to do that because we are going to cover everything you send. Well, okay, if you are anti Semitist and you send us articles about <laughs> right. like how the Holocaust was, was a joke, I will not cover it. I'm very sorry, but...
1: Uh,
0: yeah, we'll try to cover... It. If, it's,
1: if it's a story you send us on Thursday and by the next Wednesday, it's a completely out-of-date story and it means nothing yeah. at that point, we're not going to cover it, but... I would love it if we had so many emails with news stories that I didn't even have to make up the news. I, I just would be getting it from people. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even though I send you some...
1: Well, I mean, some... you send me news and I get news all week. But if, I, didn't, if yeah. I was just getting news to the point where I didn't have to worry about uh, having enough news to cover each week, it just came mm-hmm. to me, that would be fucking awesome.
0: Hey, uh, some TV news. Doctor Who makes history by its first black doctor and fans are loving it. Uh, the long series, uh... It's just, it, this revealed... is weird,
1: because I could have sworn there
0: already was a black Doctor Who, but I'm... No. I'm just... No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Uh, the long uh, series revealed Joe Martin as previously unknown in, in, incarnation of the, the doctor, uh... Doctor Who on Sunday night reveals its first black incarnation of the title uh, actor, yes, uh, portrayed by Joe Martin. And fans quickly took to social media to celebrate the moment. We can't uh, really go past
1: that because it's spoilers. No. Yeah. Yeah. But that, basically, yeah, the uh, first black Doctor Who. I mean, the, the whole thing about Doctor Who is it can be anything, or it uh, can be any right. person. It, a- there is no typical Doctor Who because every season right. it changes into a new thing or person. So this is just normal to me. I, I don't. I almost don't see a reason to be writing an article
0: about it. <laughs> no, I, I think it's good though. I understand why. why oh yeah, we sure. Are happy. I mean, it's a big thing when. James Bond finally becomes black. Uh, please, 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 make it uh, whoever that name is, because I totally forgot. Idris uh, Elba? Idris Elba, thank you. Make the next hashtag Idris Elba is my bond. Uh, there was some talk yeah. about
1: having a lady Bond, but I guess that uh, the people... I, I saw an article with the lady... Actually, the people who... Uh, the the woman who owns the James Bond franchise, because I guess yeah. the guy who wrote it, passed it down to his daughter, she said right. she doesn't want to have a female James Bond... Uh, right. Right.
0: So they can't. Well, or
1: well, not yet. I mean, maybe... When she passes it down to her son or daughter, then then we will. Or maybe, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, but I don't know. James Bond, like like we said, Doctor Who is one thing because it, it can be anybody. It doesn't really matter who Doctor Who is. Doctor Who could literally be a dog, a talking dog. Right. Right? Right. Uh, James Bond is James Bond. So there you go.
0: So <laughs> let's uh, talk about this stupid YouTuber. Yeah, usually uh, we
1: save the YouTube news till the Jeremy round till the very end of the podcast uh yep. which sometimes is the best part of the podcast so people who aren't listening to the end are missing out by the way
0: <laughs> especially if they want to understand why we 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 definitely are going to talk about the parf later they should uh, check out
1: right but uh yeah. this was a, a YouTube story that I was like we have to cover this earlier in the show because it's so crazy yeah uh, YouTube star uh, admitted t- his girlfriend is still alive after uploading fake videos saying he, she was killed by a drunk driver and that he had made contact with her spirit via Ouija board. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the YouTuber wrapped up his immensely turbulent week with a supposedly emotional video. Uh, he admitted his girlfriend is alive and was not, in fact, killed by a drunk driver last week, as he had claimed previously. Uh, mm-hmm. The news broke to his 4.5 million subscribers on January 25th 21st that uh, She had died Uh, He said that she got hit guys. She's gone Uh, In a deleted video which was uh, titled uh, my girlfriend blank died rest in paradise Uh, Mm -hmm. In subsequent uploads uh, he was going to try to contact her with a Ouija board uh, this and every video put up along these lines were monetized, promoting his joint uh, his joint second channel, uh, and had links to his merch site in the description boxes.
0: Wow, this guy
1: is a piece of
0: trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why we don't say his name, because we don't want to give him any more publicity than he has already gotten over this because that's more or less what he wanted uh, I think this is every publicity is good publicity said someone and I agree with that to a certain point and I just think this doofus should be banned on YouTube to be honest
1: I'm not I'm surprised he's not already uh, how like how do you not I don't know. He—it's not the first time he's done something like this with a Ouija board no. and the death of somebody. But you—he would do it with celebrities who actually died, which is dirty and gross. Right. But to fake somebody's death for views and and subs is like—I don't know. It goes beyond reasoning. i, I guess I can—I guess I can understand the reasoning if you're somebody who's like, my YouTube videos are all just. Uh, fiction. It's all just a fictional world that I'm building, you know right. what I mean? And she's just another actor in my in my thing, you know, like you don't get mad when people in Game of Thrones die, right? So maybe right. he was thinking of it like that, but that's not how YouTube works, right? So there you go. No.
0: Now I remember I, I heard of his uh, uh, channel when he did the Suicide Forest video.
1: Right, and he had done a bunch of gross stuff before that, yeah. right. He did the yeah. Suicide Forest thing after the whole uh, yes. Logan Paul thing, right.
0: Yes, yes.
1: That, that's why it's
0: extra bad.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, it's just clear after. this guy has no morals. It will do right. anything for, basically anything for money, because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. He has no morals for saying, oh, I'm not going to do this because it's gross uh, for money. And, yeah, I think he should be kicked off as well.
0: Hey, I have seen a lot of new television (laughs) programs because all of a sudden they decided to come out with a lot of new premieres this week. Uh, Let's save the best for last, I guess. Uh, Awkwafina is Nora from uh, Queens. Did you see this? No. Uh, First episode is out. Uh, I liked it. I liked it much more than... I was thinking I was going to like it, to be honest. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not a huge Aquafina fan. Uh, I, I like her, but... I know the name, yeah. but I've never seen the person.
1: Like, I don't know what... I couldn't place the face if I wanted to.
0: Oh, she's an actor. Yeah, I
1: know uh, I actress. know that, but I've yeah. just never actually yeah. physically seen her. <laughs> it's
0: weird. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I recognized her right away. Uh, I give the show a 6.5, but it's, it's like... It's okay, but it's not more than okay.
1: 6.5? I I mean, that's a little better than average, I guess, on our scale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, What have you seen this
1: week? I saw something you recommended to me last week on Bravo. A Mm -hmm. reality show called Spy Games? (laughs) (laughs) A reality show? Halfway through it, I was like, how do you win this game? Right? Because they don't fucking explain it until, like, the very end. They're no, like, oh, no. this is... There's elimination... They never say, oh, there's eliminations at the end you have to go through. Like, that never comes right. up. Like, so halfway through yeah. it, I'm like, I don't understand how you win. And they're like... There's one part where they have to go into a, a, a crowded party, and they're supposed to get... Right. A, get they said, we, you gotta get a number. But they don't say, right. like, get a specific phone number. I thought they had to go in and, like, meet up with a, a specific yeah. contact, find the contact yeah. out of everybody in the party, and get a, yeah. like, secret passcode from that person. Right. But no, it was you just need to go get, like, somebody's <laughs> phone number, like you're in a dating show, right? Didn't make any mm-hmm. sense at all. They, they have this guy on there who's just... I, I think they just got him because he looks like Barack Obama cuz I, I definitely he could, he's a dead definitely. ringer for Barack Obama. He's a dead ringer as well. He looks just like him. And then they have this uh, okay, it's supposed to be like spy games, right? So they have this yes. uh, CIA guy, they have this uh, uh N, not not NSA, FBI, sorry, FBI guy. And then they have this lady who's in the Secret Service. You know that sp- mm-hmm. s- that spy organization, the Secret Service, bro. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if I recommended it or not. I said it was the weirdest thing I ever. You said you wanted me to watch time. it.
1: You said yeah. you have to watch. I think your exact words is you have to watch this. This is really bad. So I guess that technically <laughs> recommending it.
2: <laughs> is it?
1: Uh, I gave it a three. Sure. Yeah, it's awful. It's so confusing. <laughs> uh, there's part uh, like right in the very beginning. They um. They go to the woods and then they, they do a little uh, nine hours earlier and then they go back to the woods. Yeah. and when they go back yeah. to the woods, there's these five people and they're like, We're, let's let's form an alliance. And I'm going, you don't even know what the game is. How can you form an alliance when we don't even know what game you're playing? Does an alliance help you in this reality show? No. And by the end of it, I was like, no, having an alliance is no way helps you in this show.
0: Oh it's so awful. It is. <laughs> I think you should check it out, people. It's not a recommendation. I think you should check it out because it's the most confusing shit I have ever seen in my life. I gave it a two last week, so I'm 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 happy that you're around where I am. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and the ending though, uh, we just have to talk about. Uh, is it fake? Do you think it's fake? I think it's fake. What? The reality aspect of it. Uh, I don't know what you mean. Do you think? Do you think it's pre? Uh, do you think they are? Uh, do they? Do you think they are actors or do you think they are contesters? The blonde girl in this show.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've seen her before, so I'm pretty sure she's an actress. Uh, okay. Or maybe these are all just previous reality show contestants. It's very possible that. That's another thing. Um, I don't think the outcomes are predetermined. If
0: that's what you're asking, I guess. Yeah, no, I am asking that because I think it is because it looks so fucking fake. I don't
1: think that. I don't know what the reasoning would be behind predetermining who co- who leaves and who doesn't. But yeah,
0: yeah. Anyway, Bravo. Check it out. I guess uh, I watched a comedy show? Question mark called Outmatched. Okay. Have you seen? I saw DC this. List? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is uh, uh, with the guy from American Pie, as yep. the dad in the family. Sorry. Yep. Yes. And who is the da- uh, mom again?
1: <sighs> she's an actress I've seen in things, but I couldn't. I couldn't place her. Right.
0: Jason Biggs is that his name? I think it is.
1: That's the guy's name. Uh, yeah. I want to say she's in like some Adam Sandler movie back in the day, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, this is uh, stories uh, or the premises. Oh, they have a lot of smart kids.
1: Oh, I know who she uh, is. She is oh. the cop uh, love interest on Psych. Remember?
0: Ah, that's where we know her. Her name's family. Maggie Lawson. There you go. Right, that's where we now from. <laughs> yeah. So the premise is they are uh, they are parents of three very smart par- uh, kids and one stupid one. Um, I wouldn't say stupid. I would say normal. Uh, normal. <laughs> okay, normal one then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is the premise of the show. Does it work? Fuck no, it doesn't. I did not laugh one single fucking time during this show. <laughs> I I don't think I have been this bored of watching a comedy show in a long 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 time. I think the laugh track does destroy it and uh, very like waka like, waka oh kind of uh, storylines. It reminds me of of uh, of the new uh, under the roof thing or a full house. A kind of. Comedy, uh, so
1: yeah, no, I gave it to three. Yeah, it's an American sitcom. I mean, for an American sitcom, I don't think it was super terrible. Uh, the jokes were, you know, American sitcom funny. The kids are over the top ridiculous in the sense that, uh, just because you're smart doesn't mean you all. Like there's this like stereotype of smart people, and the every these kids are like we got we have to have these kids fill every stereotype of what a smart person is. They have to wear mm-hmm. a bow tie, and they have to have their hair parted and combed to the side like perfectly. And the girls like, the guy takes away his daughter, uh, the dad takes away the daughter's computer, and she she goes, oh I know I'm you don't think I know how to build a computer, because uh, right. she checks the social media anyways, and I'm like. But you're a kid, and you have to have money to buy the parts <laughs> to build right. a computer. What did you build the computer out of? Like, a, a brick? Not that... Right, exactly. Not it kids. doesn't make any... Is she like uh, the doctor from Gilligan's Island all of a sudden? <laughs> I wanted to see this computer she built because it doesn't make any sense how she could just build a computer. What did she go and, like, take parts off of her parents' computers in their room? And why not just use that (laughs) computer? doesn't make any sense. Uh, But but as far as, like, just a silly American sitcom, I mean, it's not – it's easy to watch if you – it's – I don't know. It's definitely more for, like, a family environment if you were going to sit down with your kids and watch something stupid – so I gave it a 6.5. It's nothing special, but it's nothing Ooh. terrible.
0: Whew. Uh, what else did you watch? Right. Um,
1: another thing I said I was going to watch that you watched last week, nine eleven, Lone Star. Yeah. Yeehaw. Which, uh, I mean, it felt very... What's a good word? I don't want to say procedural cop drama because it's about firefighters. And so, right. th- in that sense, I liked it a lot more. It's about firefighters and EMS people. Uh, what You didn't tell me Liv Tyler was in this show, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she is. Very uh, really good actor. I mean, she's, she plays the same character in, like, every single thing she's in, uh, basically.
0: Uh, well, does she? Really?
1: In this, she acted the exact same way she acted as far as... Uh, her tone of voice and everything else as she did in a lot of other things I've seen her in. I guess is my point.
0: Leftovers? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, her tone of voice and everything is exactly the same in this as it is in Leftovers. It's the exact same as it is as it was in uh, that movie about the Astro Armageddon. Yeah. Armageddon. Uh, She just has one acting style. She's not very versatile, is my point. Uh, Right. And then Rob Lowe. So, you know, it Mm -hmm. had some... And the other people in it are very interesting. I mean, it's clearly going for like this diversity show thing, which is kind of funny. Um, I don't – the storyline with his – how into his hair he is, I don't know why that needs to be a thing. Uh, oh it's uh,
0: it's going to be very obvious if you continue watching this.
1: <laughs> well, I saw two episodes. I think maybe there's another one out, but I th- I think there's only three episodes out or two or three episodes out so far anyways.
0: Well, has he gotten fucking cancer in your show?
1: Yeah, there's two episodes out. And, I, and. So I've seen both episodes. If there might be another episode, have you seen three episodes?
0: Yeah, I've seen
1: three. Oh, okay. So there's another episode out now. I just haven't seen it right. yet. But the, yeah, he—you find out about that in the beginning of the second episode, or no, the end of the first episode. You find out about his cancer. Right. Then, um, yeah. The one there—it's the, kind of cheesy. They have this uh, thing where they cut to the dispatcher talking, and they have this horrible graphic right. where it's like uh, yeah. showing the the sound waves and everything that's really bad yeah there's one scene in the first episode where the lady gets in a car crash her car rolls and yeah. they oh where's my baby uh she my baby was in the back seat of the car in the car seat and they're like oh where where could it possibly have been the car rolled it must have flown out of the car we got to search the woods and they find the yeah. kid in a tree how does a yeah. car seat land in a tree that's like just physically impossible to happen. So that was just dumb. Uh, wow. Overall, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was like decent, but not amazing. What did I give this? 4.5? I thought it was just okay. below average.
0: Yeah. I think I gave the 6.5 last week. I still stand behind that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh... I, I like that it's promoting firefighters and EMS. Those are. Right. Instead of it being, like, the NSA or the CIA. Right, so. Uh,
0: so, new, two Netflix shows. Uh, let's begin with the worst one, I guess. Uh, AJ and the Queen. Did you see this? Uh,
1: no. I didn't even hear about this.
0: Well, that's not very <laughs> surprising, I'm going to guess. Uh, um, it is... Uh, um very uh, kind of uh, British kind of thing. Uh, it's about uh, this guy that uh, it's a, a RuPaul show, by the way. Uh, he's in in this. Uh, oh,
1: okay. Now I've s- I've seen a commercial for this. Okay,
0: right. Uh, uh, Tia Carrera is in this as well. Uh, funny enough. But uh, yeah, no, it's about this drag queen uh, that uh, heads across uh, the United States uh, and wants to like get in back to the spotlight. But it's uh, not super amazing. I mean, it, it's it's watchable, but you're saying I'm... RuPaul isn't a good actor. I am saying RuPaul is not a good actor. <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. But, but I saw two episodes and I'm out. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I've seen the
1: commercial for it. It looked like kind of interesting, so maybe I'll check it out this week if I remember. Uh, yeah. I saw something, a couple things on Netflix as well. I saw something mm-hmm. called October Faction.
0: Well, yes that's what it's
1: called. Uh is it called something else in Norway? Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> right, uh this show is about a family whose mm-hmm. the, the parents are monster hunters, like mm-hmm. Van Hel- Helsing kind but like all kinds of monsters and what? something happens to the kids. Yeah. Uh, it starts out, the first episode is, I, I was two episodes and you're out of this, by the way. I don't know what,
0: what'd you oh, think? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the first episode's going into like the parents and we halfway through, maybe three quarters of the way through it, we find out what the parents actually do for a living. Uh, right. and we get a bunch of actually kind of interesting fight scenes. Um, but then the second episode is all about like the kids and their oh, school, so school life for some reason. <laughs>
0: It's so freaking boring. I don't understand it because I was super excited after episode one. I was like, oh, this looks like Supernatural, just good. Okay, yeah. And then they go, like, make it fucking Riverdale. Not even R- Riverdale. It's like, a...
1: I don't even know. It's just a high school TV show. Maybe Degrassi? Right. Degrassi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, after the first episode, I agree. I was like, oh, this this could get really interesting. And then I'm like, "Yeah, why is the second o- episode Degrassi? What's going on here? Right. <laughs> Degrassi plus Supernatural, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then it, and it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It's just like, it's 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 extremely weird. Yeah, maybe where, it's just where... trying
1: to be too many shows. That, that, maybe that is the right? issue
0: with it, yeah. What did you say?
1: I think it maybe is trying to be too many shows show it's trying to be too many things at once right. it wants to be this show for teenagers but it also wants to be this supernatural show but it also wants right. to be this family uh thing like have this family dynamic also and it's just trying to be too many right. things
0: at once no i couldn't agree uh, more actually uh
1: let's see i gave it a 3.5 would you give it i gave it a four so i mean i gave spy games a three this got a 3.5 that's telling you a little bit right yeah. What else did you see?
0: Um, I watched a show called Sex on Trial. Uh, it's three episodes uh, <laughs> uh, of this uh, first season. And it's just uh, people having sex in courtrooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I wish it was. Uh, no, it's all about rape. Yeah, uh, okay. That doesn't sound very fun. No, uh, but it's made very good. Uh, The first episode is uh, about Mickey Yolvano, the one that they made the the Netflix show about, Uh, so I got a little more interested in the Netflix show, I guess. Uh, But, uh, no. I give it a 7, actually. But I think you have to be in the right mind of uh, or in the right kind of mood to watch this because when i watched it i was in a good mood and i watched it and i was like oh this is not fun at all
1: okay so by the end of it you're yeah. not in a good mood that... yeah uh, yeah i probably skip that one uh, i saw a dutch tv show yeah did you yes i did called
0: I'm so happy that-
1: to talking about this. Aries? Or Ares? Ares. It's so good. Uh, yeah, this is a show on, a Dutch show on Netflix with, it has English, uh, if you want to watch it with, an, uh, English dub or English subtitles. So that, I watched right. it with the dub.
0: I don't know how you watched it. No, I watched it with subtitles. Okay. Uh,
1: the dub was pretty good, actually. I, I yeah. still had the subtitles on, but... They're pretty close together. Sometimes they're way off, but this one was still mm-hmm. pretty close. Um, very interesting show. I, I'm only halfway through it, but uh, it's oh, about it's a underground Dutch secret society of rich people, mm-hmm. basically.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It is. It is uh, the television version of Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> right, but Dutch right <laughs> and with you instead of grown ups
1: well there are grown ups <laughs> like well the the initial kind of uh, thing is with the kids but there are you know the whole right. so, uh, secret society is all grown ups right, right and, but it's also right. a supernatural show because there's definitely supernatural things happening in the show it but is. i'm not going to ruin any of that cuz yes. that's pretty integral uh, integral to the to the plot line mm-hmm.
0: what did you get this uh, solid seven. Wow. Okay. I gave this an eight. I, uh, eight and a half, but I saw it also. I really loved it.
1: Yeah. I might be, go, I might be higher after I finish it. You know what I mean? But, uh, right. it, yeah, it's really well put together. The acting is really good. <laughs> Even the ch- child actors are really good. The one, right. they are the one kid who, uh, I want to say in the second episode, uh, yeah. runs away from the group. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that kid is a really good actor. I was like, mm-hmm. I was scared for him. That's how good of an actor he is. Yeah.
0: Yep. Now, and the super, uh, supernatural elements just gets even better the yeah. more you watch. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, okay, uh, it's my turn. Right, uh, I saw the circus uh, season two. No, this season. Sorry. Season four of The Circus. Uh, I watch this every every year. I wait till it's done and I watch it. It's kind of a recap of the last year of, of, of uh, politics because it's a politics show. I uh, super enjoy The Circus. I recommend if you're at all interested in, in uh, American politics, I, I recommend it uh, very, very, very much. I really love uh, The Circus. Okay. Uh, what it what is what's it about? Uh, it's about this uh, politician people following the, the race in 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 the states. Oh, okay. And but... First, they followed the, the two thousand and sixteen election, then they followed Congress and like it's like about Trump and everything. Like it's it's very it's a very nice like recap of what has happened in in politics in the late. <laughs> last like months and it's very like kind of yeah it's very political and i like it i i it's it's with people that are very biased uh i will say to the left but i i don't mind watching that
1: uh i saw season two episode one of miracle workers dark ages (laughs) (laughs) this was so fun uh yeah, so the in the last episode they were in heaven. This episode they went to earth uh, and they but they're in the dark ages, so it's all the same characters but they're in the dark ages uh but talking about the dark ages in a in this in the way where we would talk about it uh in 2020 basically. Yeah. Uh, very funny, very good. Uh, the acting is really good. Uh right, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe, uh, Steve Buscemi. If you didn't see Miracle Workers uh, go watch that first, because you'll have no idea what's going on in Dark Ages, but uh, right. I, this was... I was expecting it to be good, because I really liked the first part, uh, the first right. season, sorry, but this blew me out of the water. I gave this a 9.5 for the first episode.
0: I gave it a 10, actually. Look.
1: Yeah, I was just... I actually... I yeah. was cracking up, laughing in my chair. Like it was so freaking funny. Like your s- stomach hurts
0: laughing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't remember. Uh, last time I had this much fun watching a television show. It is just freaking hilarious. It's just like <laughs> uh, I love it. Anyway, the,
1: the part uh, where he's like, where he goes, uh, "Who did this? Whose fault
0: was this?" And Steve Buscemi's <laughs> like, "It was me." Made- yeah no i love it and it's it's very apropos because of the season of uh, yeah the last season like it it works funnily enough like I yeah you have to see the
1: end of the last season to understand why they are where they are right but i don't want to ruin the first season so everybody go watch that first yeah but i
0: didn't think it would work but it works Right, right totally yeah yeah Anyway, okay, Luke, are you ready for it? I have saved it. The right. best for last.
1: And I, I, I watched it, so go ahead, but I'll let you start, and I'll, I'll t- say what I think at the end.
0: I watched episode one of Star Trek because uh, I am going to be completely honest. I am extremely biased. Uh, this is my favorite television character. I love everything uh, uh, he does, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was a little disappointed in this first episode. I thought I thought I thought the callbacks to uh, 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 Star Trek Enterprise and things like that was good. I think uh, he does a very good acting job uh he's a very like s- stoic uh figure and okay. I think I think he does a good acting job but I think the storyline of of uh who comes and tries to like get him in back to the system is kind of weak uh I gave this a very weak six and a half
1: really okay um yes.
0: Almost this was 10. the
1: least Star trek Star Trek show I've ever seen. mm mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a huge fan of Star Trek, so I saw that as a positive, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, right. There's no flying around in spaceships. I mean, there are flashbacks to being in a, in a spaceship, but right. in this episode, was there a single space flight? No. No. He had a dream about being in a spaceship at one point. Right. Uh, this did not feel like Star Trek barely at all. So if you don't like Star Trek... You may actually really like this show because it's really not like Star Trek. Um, right. It's about Star Trek characters. It's about the Star Trek universe, and uh, I'm assume I'm assuming it follows the last movie or the last TV show.
0: Yeah, the the last movie. Right. Okay. Um, because it definitely
1: goes off of things that happened previously in the Star Trek uh, right. world. Um, I really like the bad guys who kind of appear out of nowhere uh and then uh are attacking the the one character I thought those, those mm-hmm. are very interesting bad guys we find out in this episode you know who they actually are or who they work right. for I guess but I thought it was very yes. he, he the uh, the lady throws the one bad guy off the balcony and before mm-hmm. he hits the ground he just disappears which I thought was great mm-hmm. it's like these guys can uh before they Old die perch. can just disappear yeah. and go back to wherever they. Uh, came from i guess which i think is very cool um yeah i overall i thought i I had fun with this i I was expecting not to like it as much as i did (laughs) i went in with super low expectations so i give it a 7.5 i'm actually higher than
0: you yeah yeah but i i think i want i wanted more uh, star trek and you wanted Bless Star Trek, so. Right, so it, think... that
1: explains it. But I thought the acting oh, yeah. was good. I thought the cinematography yeah. was pretty amazing. Very. Uh, I like the vi- the yeah. visuals and the CGI and everything else, yeah. so yeah.
0: Totally agree. Was that everything? That's all the TV I saw this week. That was the long one. Yeah. And we're not even done because we watched Messiah. And uh, yes. I'm going to. I had I'm forgotten saying... we needed
1: to talk about Messiah. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah, I just completely spaced it. Okay,
1: go ahead. Uh, this is the best episode so far, Luke. What is it all about? Uh, episode 4, Trial. Coping with grief, Eva questions Al Maish, but his riveting charisma turns the tables. A deportation yeah. trial becomes a political... Oh, and a deportation trial becomes a political
0: lightning rod. Yeah. I really, really, really (laughs) like this episode, look. I'm a little sad that you didn't see it. What do you mean I didn't see it? Sorry? I saw it. Oh, you said you forgot about it.
1: I just forgot we were covering it. I I was ready to move on to Dare. I I forgot we were like, uh, we had Messiah to cover. No, I saw it.
0: I watched it, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I I thought you forgot to watch it. No. Uh, but yeah, no, I love this episode. I I think it's uh, I I think it took everything that I disliked about the the three first well the two first episodes because last time I also kind of begin to like it. The two first episodes, everything I disliked about that, they 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 took and explained this in this episode. There is so much about him, and there's uh, uh, about this preacher and how he fights with his wife for his belief and things like that. It is going to turn out to be a clusterfuck at ending, but I don't really care about ending, because right now, I'm enjoying the fuck out of Messiah, and I didn't think I would say that. At all. Uh, after the three first episodes. Right. This episode, I give a 7.
1: Uh, I gave it a 7.5, so we're pretty close. Yeah. yeah, this was definitely the best episode. It's pulling all the things together, that, like you said, that we didn't really understand where it was going. I'm still confused as to whether she's pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. Did you get... I still don't know, because she goes to the doctor. No. No clue. And it seemed like... She was pregnant, right? Right. But then she says something about her dead husband left his, or uh, what do you call it? Donated his sperm, uh, saved his sperm, froze his sperm before he died. Right. But was she lying to the doctor or not lying to the doctor? Because we never heard about these frozen sperm before this. Right. So I'm still very confused as to what's going on with that storyline or whether it's Mm -hmm. or what it is really um because it could all just be her uh kind of story that he's gonna exploit uh elma the alma is gonna exploit that story to like manipulate her right but it could also be the uh, mary story so i'm really confused as to where that's going but like you said, this is the best episode so far, which is very interesting because it's based it's in the middle of the season uh and we're used to these bingeable shows the middle of the season's the worst part right so yeah.
3: strange
0: yeah now <clears throat> i I couldn't agree more it feels very strange and that's that's kind of uh, what uh, what my, my 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 thoughts about it is as well like it 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 felt like it took a super jumping quality all of a sudden or or maybe this is this is maybe the proof that this show should be benched because all of a sudden now I have super interest in watching the next episode I'm super interested in watching the next episode I can't freaking wait to see it it's 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 at a at the level where i now I'm looking forward to to saying it instead of dreading it.
1: Right. I, I mean, yeah. And if anybody's following along, I don't know if anybody follows along with these things, but uh, it 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 becomes for me and Fro kind of like weekly book club, or but it's like weekly yes. TV show club, where it's like <laughs> yes. we both are watching this show, and we're watching it one episode by one episode every week, and, mm-hmm. and we get to discuss it. It's kind of fun, so if anybody is watching along, email us at citizen at gmail.com. Or post on
0: uh, Twitter, or or wherever. Post it on, yeah. on Facebook. whatever. Or SoundCloud. You,
1: want. you can comment on <laughs> SoundCloud,
0: even, which we never say. Yes. Because we don't want to To be innovated by people speaking Russian.
1: (laughs) Right, and then next week, that's what's going to
0: happen, because we said comment on SoundCloud. It's just
1: going to all be like...
0: Hello, I'm from Ukraine. It's
1: just going to be a bunch of Hamill and Sickle emojis, like, all all through all day.
0: Anyway, let's do Dare, because I dare you to talk about this, Luke. (laughs) See what I did there? I see what you did. (laughs) I dare you to talk about Dare. What is
1: Dare, Luke? Drug Abuse Resistance uh, resistance Education is an education program that seeks to prevent the use of controlled drugs, membership in gangs, and violent behavior. Founded in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles in 1983 uh, as a joint initiative of the then LAPD uh, and the Los Angeles Unified
0: School District. And we're not going to fuck around, so we are going to go to dare.com. That's dare.com, because we're going to use most of our time here anyways. <laughs> right, totally. Uh, I
1: don't know where to start. I guess uh, I'll just read. The, Dare envisions a world in which students everywhere are empowered to respect others and choose to lead lives free from violence, substance use, and other dangerous behaviors.
0: Mm-hmm, and we see some videos, uh, and uh, I think we should go into... Why dare? I think we should start there. <laughs> start there? Mm-hmm. There's going to be so many dare po- uh, puns in this uh, podcast. Uh, dare uh, listeners, uh, dare, dare I said it, dare Luke... Uh,
1: I see, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so many. Okay, most comprehensive drug possession, cru... Cru... Crucilla? Crucilla? Curricula? curricula? Curricula, yeah, there you go. In the world. So, uh, read a little about the programs. Let's see, where should I
1: start? Uh, the drug... Uh, the D.A.R.E. program is the most comprehensive drug prevention curricula in the world taught in thousands of schools through America's 50 states and territories as well as in 50 other countries reaching more than 1.5 million students annually. I didn't know it was Mm -hmm. in other countries until I started reading into it. I thought it was just an American thing. No.
0: Because we have, I've asked my dad about this and and he said, yeah, they were at your school.
1: (laughs) You don't remember it though?
0: No, I remember it. It's, it was the same uh, thing that we talked about when uh, we talked about the one that w- was there with anti-cigarette thing. Okay. Right. So Dale's uh, elementary, m- middle, and high school curricula uh, as well as uh, enchantment lessons in subjects include bullying, internet safety, and over-the-counter prescription drugs and opioid abuse have developed partnership with highly respected universities and prevention education experts. Such each correct... Uh, corel, uh, Jesus Christ, why can't I say it now all of a sudden? Correct... Uh, corel, uh, has uh, been developed and approved under the guidance of their... Uh, there's American Science Advisory Committee shared by Richard Clayman PD. So I did a little Google search I Google searched this Richard Clayton PD okay. uh, and he's a professor uh, and uh, he, uh, he has graduated in Louisiana uh, he has a very cool beard and I and I was like, I've seen this guy somewhere before. And I remembered, oh, Tenon Peller did an episode of there when where they interviewed this guy.
1: <laughs> and what did you think?
0: No, I, 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 I thought I thought it was very funny that they, they talked about it like twenty years ago, how how it didn't work. And now we're still here, and we're going to talk about why it doesn't work. All right. Uh, we'll
1: talk about that in a second. Uh, if you go to Where is Dare, there's like a drop-down menu at the top. Yeah. Uh, and it says Hometown USA, and it's got all the regions. and But then it says Hometown International. So that's got to be does. what you were talking about. Uh since the inception of DARE in the 1980s, literally thousands of cities, townships and countries throughout the, oh counties throughout the United States have welcomed DARE into their classrooms. For more than two decades, DARE has also been an international program with curriculum curricula being taught in more than 50 countries with six international DARE training centers capable of training and teaching in many different languages. Uh, to the di- to this date these centers have graduated 12,000 dare international law enforcement officers globally classroom materials are available in 13 languages and Braille moreover dare is an uh, official uh, consultant NGO with the United Nations and a member of the World Federation Against Drug Abuse
0: yeah. So, if you look at country number 38 at at the list, what does it say there, Look, Norway. Right, if you scroll
1: down Mm -hmm. on that page a little bit, there's like a list of all the countries it's in all around the world. Uh, Australia. Not really giving a crap about D.A.R.E. there. Uh, Africa. All of Africa doesn't seem to give a shit. Uh, Russia. China. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's
0: some countries they're not in. Sweden doesn't look like it has anyone. No, no. Sweden doesn't have it either. Yeah. uh, Which?
1: One thing I I found out about, uh, that I remember from uh, Dare, I'm going to go back to the wiki really quick. Uh, Mm. Using children as informants. Uh, Children are asked to submit DARE police officers sensitive written, sensitive written questionnaires that can easily refer kids, kids homes, refer to kids homes and that DARE and that a DARE lesson called the three R's recognize resist report encourages children to tell friends, teachers or police if they find drugs at home. In addition, DARE officers encouraged to put the DARE box in every classroom in which students may drop drug information or questions Under the pretense of anonymity, officers instruct that if a student makes a disclosure related to drug use, the officer should report the information to to authorities of both school and police. Apparently, this applies whether the drug use was legal or illegal, harmless or harmful. In a number of communities around the country, students have been enlisted by D.A.R.E. officers as informants against their parents. All right. In official D.A.R.E. implementation guide, police officers are advised to be alert for the signs of children who have relatives who use drugs. As a result, children sometimes confide, confide the names of people they suspect are illegal, illegally using drugs. October 2010, an elementary school student in North Carolina brought cannabis to school to turn his parents in. So yeah. they're using little kids as informants to arrest the parents. That's uh, something that's happening in DARE. That's a negative, I guess?
0: Uh, their latest tax income sheet you can find at, uh, under where it says about, and you go to financials and form 990s and put 2017 is the latest that you okay. can find online. And there you see what they have used of money and things like that. It's, it's not super interesting, but they have used a lot of money. You can also donate to, to them for some reasons if you want to. But that's not a part of a dare. That's a part of care. Oh, really?
1: Okay. Well, it says um, Dare America as the name of the organization up there. Uh, Still based out of Los Angeles, California, uh, just like from the very beginning of it.
0: But it's kids, you see.
1: So. Instead of drugs. Right. So kids, what does CARE stand for? Hmm.
0: Uh, If you go up
1: to the top, it says uh, CARE Donate. So I clicked on that. Yeah. Uh, your support of dare through direct donations care and sweepstakes. So what does care stand for? Hmm It doesn't say anywhere I have no idea what it means What hmm. is a
0: good question I'm trying to find it online as well
1: Yeah, I I, I really don't know uh, kids against resistance education that's what it. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: they are against their own <laughs> their own program.
1: No, it's.
0: <laughs> <coughs> oh, that would be so funny. If it was, uh, I will wish I wish it stands for that now.
1: Uh, if you go to sweepstakes, uh, uh it, no, there is no sweepstakes at this time.
0: Uh, Aww. going on right now. I'm so sad.
1: Right. That's too bad.
0: We can't win money. But, yeah, now, uh, there's too bad they don't have a shop. Uh, yeah, don't do they? Wait, see, about... they have, they have. They, it, it, the, you're, you're supposed to say they don't, and I'm going to say, oh, let's go to theircatalog.com That is darecatalogue in one word, .com. Okay. Yes, that's their shop, their official shop. There you can buy uh, workbooks, T-shirt bags, and you can drink uh, drinkware, educational supplies, and of course you can buy <laughs> a very sweet stuffed animals for for uh, eleven dollars or an, uh seventeen seventy for an eighteen inch one. They have under educational they have a section called teachers gifts, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And you can get a 12 can jumbo cooler bag. <laughs> for soda though, fro, not for beer. Because this is a dare
0: no. not definitely not for beer. Never ever. No, there's there's so many things you can buy here. Pencil sharpener. <laughs> Halcyon waterproof
1: Bluetooth speaker with dare on it. (laughs) Dare two in one charging cable. No. Oh my god. Oh, it okay. It is. It is. There's a bottle opener. (laughs) Why would Uh, they have a bottle opener?
0: Oh my gosh. To open soda, switch. Open soda, unlock.
1: Right. Glass bottle sodas, because there's so many glass bottle sodas nowadays. <sighs> it's so like they don't think that... about this stuff or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> so, this Darren figure, uh, uh, I, I looked a little like into it. Right, the stuff this they lion, right Right. The lion that they have and things like that. Where does that come from? Because I. I... I couldn't find anything about why they use this fucking lion. Is it because they they have the courage to stand against drugs and things like that? Do you think? That's I guess it's possible. I
1: I didn't have well. I don't remember that lion being a thing when I was in
0: there. but it's possible it was, right? So, right. Because every time they post like pictures and things like that, the mascot is there. So it's very like yeah. Uh,
1: you can get a D.A.R.E. first aid
0: kit if you want one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to the D.A.R.E. International Conference in Cancun, July 7th, 8th and 9th. If you want to, in Cancun. And there there you see a very racist uh, picture of uh, the lion. With a Mexican flag and a... What do you call that hat again? sombrero hat
1: yeah okay uh that's probably good for the website people go check that out let's go well i'm gonna read a little bit rebuttal of statistics uh a new york dare fundraiser and spokesman said in 1999 that if you take german for 17 weeks you're not going to speak german the critics say the effect uh dissipates over the years uh he says no shit, Sherlock. The article in which he was quoted observed that Dare officials say that the solution is, to the problem is not less Dare, but more of it, and they urge cities to teach Dare in middle school and high school. Uh, one leader explained so, that I don't have yeah, so, any statistics for you. Our strongest numbers are the numbers that yeah. don't show up. Right. So why why are they saying that, Fro? Because it doesn't work. Spoiler alert. It doesn't work Uh, it says here uh dare america has dismissed many criticisms and independent studies of the program labeling them false misleading or biased dare has long dismissed criticism of its approach as flawed or the work groups that favored decriminalizing drug use according to the new york times uh D.A.R.E. has attacked critics for allegedly being motivated by financial interests in programs that compete with D.A.R.E. It has changed that they are setting out to find ways to attack our programs and are misusing science to do it. The bottom line is they don't want police officers to do the work because they want to do it themselves. Critics have also dismissed as being jealous of D.A.R.E.'s success.
0: (laughs) I'm so jealous of them.
1: So, let's go to live science. Uh, we got an article here called, Was D.A.R.E. Effective? Uh, mm-hmm.
0: You want to start that? I do. Uh, it says, Most Americans who are currently in their 20s and 30s pen- spent a significant amount of 5th or 6th grade in a home room hanging out with police officers conjuring up scenarios in which uh, someone might uh, offer you drugs or alcohol and brainstorming ways way to turn them down. Hey, kids! Want to smoke some crack behind this tree? The officer would ask. Nah, I have basketball practice, we students would reply in minutes <laughs> 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 Because that's totally what people say. Well, th-
1: that's like how th- they would do... They would, like, the police officer... In like training, they would be like, Hey, hey kid, you want some, some marijuana? And then everybody in the class would like have a uh, canned response ready to go if somebody was going to offer you drugs. Uh, since DARE was introduced in classrooms in 1983, uh, though no longer as widespread as it once was, it is still part of curriculum in many school districts. Uh, a lot of places got rid of it, but it does, but does it work? Did we, the alumni of the D.A.R.E. program, end up saying no to drugs? The answer is no. Uh, D.A.R.E. was and is completely ineffective to prevent drug use. The numbers demonstrating this started rolling in way back in 92 when the study conducted at Indiana University showed that graduates of the D.A.R.E. program subsequently had significantly higher rates of hallucinogenic drug use than those not exposed to the program. And it says, maybe they shouldn't have told fifth graders what that hallucinogenic (laughs) drugs exist. Right. Uh, Every subsequent study on effectiveness of DARE, including a major 10-year investigation by the American Psychological Association, found much of the same result. The program doesn't work, and in fact is counterproductive, leading to higher drug use in some high school students who went through it compared to the students who did not. Because of those studies, Dare lost federal funding in 1998. Uh, the reason for Dare's failure, fa- Dare's failure, are summed up by the words in psychologist William Colson's 1998 uh, argument that Dare increased drug awareness so that, as they get older, students become very curious about the the drugs they've learned about from the police officers.
0: Right, and it is. Very natural that they are curious about stuff because they could mm. get informed by it. That's how little information works. Like, if I g- get a little message saying, like, oh, there had uh, been an earthquake, I want to go online to see where to was an earthquake in. It's super natural that we are curious of what we get to know. That... and.
1: I remember in fifth or sixth grade, being in D.A.R.E. class, and Mm -hmm. one of the things they would always tell you is uh, drugs drugs are bad for your body, they're going to take your money away, you're going to have to spend money on drugs, this and that, you'll get addicted. And I remember one kid asking, if there's all these terrible things that happen when you do drugs, why do people still do drugs? It's a natural question for any kid to ask, and the only answer that anybody can give is because, guess what? They make you feel good. So that's what the police officer said. Well, drugs make you feel good. What did that make me think in my head when I was in sixth grade? Wait, what? Drugs make you feel good? (laughs) Yeah. I want to feel good, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) So I think uh, we should uh, look and listen to somebody that has uh, taken a little video clip of uh, uh, someone actually filming police officer being in the classroom. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, it's a little too... Uh, we'll do two minutes of it. We'll cut off the little last bit of it, but, uh, but... yeah, this was from 2011 uh, when they were started cutting the D.A.R.E. program's the funding and everything so this was a promotional video in from florida to try to get more funding for the dare program and it's just a video of a police officer in a classroom doing the dare class so we get to actually see it so go ahead and give me a countdown fro in three two
0: one
2: we talked about uh health issues the consequences to using these products when we talk this about is
0: what i was just saying when we
2: talk about alcohol yeah. marijuana inhalants some of these other drugs. We talked about all the health issues and the consequences, right? And the legal issues. And then we also talked about, we hit on some social uh, situations. When we talked about uh, ways to respond. Look
1: at this kid right behind the police officer. Doesn't he look so happy to be in? <laughs> he looks and super And look at the girl to the far left. She's totally engaged. She's totally paying attention to what this guy's saying.
2: <laughs>
1: she is not even looking at him.
0: She's probably on drugs, look.
2: So this is all information we learned i love Talk the blinking light as well
1: Well, all the candy i'm guessing this was filmed around halloween
2: you could use your book mm. for whatever you want any information you want to put in your essay
0: i love how he ignores the kid with the hand up
2: die year because of tobacco use you guys remember that number it was a huge number we were talking
0: about you
1: know what can really gets kids uh statistics, bro. Kids mm-hmm. love statistics.
2: 1000 people die every year because of tobacco related
1: When you're this age you really understand what a statistic like actually means in the in the broader spectrum of life.
2: What's the percentage you guys know the percentage of middle schoolers or young people that use tobacco in the last 30 years. This kid,
1: I feel bad for him. He just yeah, yeah, had to yeah. switch hands because he was tired of holding that hand up. Switch again. Look at the girl yawning. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Now he's teaching this kid how to do inhalants. Sometimes it's the, the, the product your parents use to clean their computer screen. That's what he just said.
2: You have to realize that, right? Didn't we talk about this? It's not so bad to have your parents to have a cleaning product in the house, correct? It's so it's bad when you start to do what the a word was, endanger, drug, abuse. When you abuse that product, then it becomes an issue.
0: Oh, you can abuse
1: product. Alright, yeah, we'll oh. stop it there. So yeah, this is the problem. Is oh. Literally, this kid was like, aren't uh, inhalants illegal? And the guy, the police officer, because he's not gonna, he can't lie to the kid, well, I guess he could, but he has right. to say, well, there are inhalants that are in your house that are like everyday ho- household products. Basically telling the kid how to do drugs.
0: Yeah, it's... It's just like... It's so... It's so weird. So, we should go to Scientific American. Uh,
1: we've kind of gone long, and we already did the other, other okay. one, but there is a Scientific America uh, article also uh, of why Just Say No doesn't work. Uh, but it, it pretty much goes into everything we already covered.
0: Uh, but let's wrap this up. What do you think about yep. Dare from? Uh, on the stupid scale, it lands on 10. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> I'm. I thought it went away. Uh, it's still around. That it, it was interesting to me. Uh, I didn't know. I thought it was just an American thing. I didn't realize it was all mm-hmm. around the world. That's something I learned from this. Um, I do think. I, I think there's negatives and positives to dare. Right. I think the way it was implemented in the '80s is clearly did not work. Could it? Could you fix this? Uh, to make it work. I think. Not having, not trying to teach it to like little tiny kids is the thing I, I think would probably help a lot. Teach it to kids right. that are like, um, I don't know, 16, 17, right? That makes more sense to me than teaching it to fourth graders. Yeah.
0: Movie around, Luke. Have you seen a movie this week?
1: I did. I got around to watching Marriage Story finally. It's been on Netflix wow. for a while and, and it's even. You know, it's been nominated for an Oscar and for a while—well, a couple of weeks now. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, it's only been a week, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, we didn't like that. Down. Week and a half, maybe. Uh, I thought it was really good. I mean, the acting was yep. very good. The story is a little bit bland, to be honest. Um, but still interesting, I guess. I like the how they bookended, the bookended the film, like at the very beginning. With the letter, and then at the end with the letter. If you know what I'm talking about, Fro? Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Uh,
1: that's very well done as far as the writing, the script went. Uh, it felt like an old... Like a old, really old movie, uh, but done in a modern style... Like, modern with modern cinematography and modern actors. But, like, very...
0: Um, I don't it know. It reminds me a little 1940s. of... 1940s. Yeah, it reminds me a little of... Kramer versus Kramer? Uh, There's this one scene
1: where him and her get together after the lawyers are finally battling it out. And him and her get together to decide, hey, do we really want to do this uh, with the investigation and bring in this observer person? And they have this whole, like, uh, dialogue between each other, and it felt a little like you were at a, a, a play... That was created by some guy you know like two-person play kind of thing where it's like right. this it didn't really feel like it was a in a movie it felt like I don't know uh, done by like a college student in film school that scene specifically <laughs> uh, not right. the acting but the, the the script the writing in it and just the way it felt it just felt very I don't know a- amateur I guess but in the same way, it felt like this was a movie made for boomers. This was a boomer right. movie. Right. It was yeah, yeah. slow and plodding and very much like trying to remind boomers of movies they watched when they were a kid, right? I can see why the Academy liked it, because they're a bunch of boomers. Overall, nice I gave definitely. it a 7.5 still, though. I mean, the acting's pretty amazing, uh, both... The main actors and everybody, even the little kid in it, is really good. I just thought it was oh. a little, I don't know, bland, I guess is the word for it. Hmm.
0: I gave this movie a 10 out of 10 when we talked about it. I think it was third on my list of best movies of the year. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You
1: understand what I'm saying, though.
0: I, I, I can understand it, but... The the elements where you point out where it felt very amateurish is where I felt it felt very raw and very honest. So I, I I can see both of our points. Maybe a better word for it is old school.
1: It felt it yeah. didn't feel like um an, a modern the way a modern film is made. It felt like right. an old school filmmaker was making this. And to that to that uh, point. I think uh, it doesn't feel up to date with other films and so Mm -hmm. that makes me go uh, is a a movie that's not up to date with current filmmaking is that really worth giving an Oscar? I don't know, maybe.
0: Right. Uh, Funnily enough, I saw an Oscar movie this week as well. Oh really? I saw 1917 this week. Oh yeah. That's the big song. one that
1: everybody's really thinking is going to win
0: it. What do you think? Ooh, it's going to win. Uh, it's amazing. I have... <laughs> I, I strangely kind of have some of the same problems with this as I have with Joker. It is, but, but in another way, and I will explain why. I say that. Uh, I think, I think the filmography in this is freaking fucking amazing because uh, there's one long shot that had to take a lot of shots, and uh, it looks like one long shot, and it looks like it's filmed over like, yeah, like I said, in one take, and it's impossible to be. Uh, Taken so the the if this doesn't win something for like clipping or editing or anything like that, I will be super amazing surprised because the editing in this is freaking amazing. But did I especially like the story of the movie? I I thought it was okayish. It. It felt very Oscar baity. <laughs> it's it's definitely the most Oscar baity movie I've seen so far. I don't think Joker is Oscar baity at all, to be honest with you. Okay. I I I I kind of have more respect in that way for Joker, but but uh, the storyline the storyline is very emotional, but it didn't it didn't touch me as well as uh last war movie Don that was last year's like right. Oscar Contender that was uh that I really loved. Uh I I think Don is a much better movie than 1917 to be honest. Uh but I still give this movie uh uh seven and a half so I, I was a little disappointed yes but uh, I was going into it thinking it would be like everything else I have seen because I've seen raving roofs of how this is the best movie of the year and things like that. No, I don't think it's the best movie of the year.
1: I mean, yeah, it just seems like uh, there's a lot of buzz about this one winning Best Picture, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot of movies to pick from in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll do that next week, but we will talk about that a little later. But let's uh, turn on the turning. Okay, I have not seen this trailer. I don't know about you, me neither. Okay, No. I am nothing about this movie. Have you ever been a nanny? This is my first. With Finn, Finn
1: Wolfhard, you know, well, I hope you know, Finn Wolfhard. You do. mm. I don't
3: the children know. Children are very special, Kate.
1: Oh, is that? It's the kid from uh, Stranger Stranger Things. Yeah. I wonder if that must be his name.
2: (laughs) You have no friends. Yep. Well, you have one now. Maybe.
0: May I ask? Looks very generic. So far, yeah.
3: Miles. Nothing should have to suffer. It's not that simple.
0: I'm
1: pretty sure
3: that Very fish was pretty. already dead.
0: Part of the house. Yeah. Why not? Don't wanna. Hello? Hello. Oh, I was so scared. Shouldn't be in here.
1: I mean, the setting's creepy, I guess. The acting so far looks pretty bad. And like that? you said, generic. Yeah.
0: Like I tell. Very generic You need to take charge here, Kate. I know
3: what you're afraid of. Keeping the lights on won't keep you safe.
0: Okay. You're gonna leave me, aren't you? I'm not going anywhere. This looks super boring. promise promise. Cross my heart and hope to die.
1: (gasps) Everyone dies miles. That was kind of funny. I was. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but it was. Stop now. We're not safe! Stop giving tales.
0: Bad dreams? Yeah, bad dreams. Ugh. Oh, it's just
1: Adam's family. Cousin It.
0: (laughs) Cousin It. Yeah. So, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? The Turning, a young governess,
1: is hired by a man who has become responsible for his young nephew and niece after their, the death of their parents. A modern take on Henry James' novella, The Turn of the Screw. Hmm. Uh, 3. Uh, 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, 35% on Metacritic. 57% Ooh. of Google users liked it. Ooh.
0: That doesn't sound bad. Good at all. Uh, I found a review by Cobain 1979. Uh, what an absolute terrible movie. This is on IMDb. He gave it one out of ten star. Open with an announcement of Kurt Cobain's death for no reason at all and never referenced it again. Play Music plays by a team, but 90s grunge music for some very odd reason. Then it ends up abruptly as Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You're just sitting there wondering what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> you want me to read it, another one?
1: Uh, I, I'll go to... next. I went to the Facebook. Okay. Uh, Jenny Davis says something similar. It was pretty good till the end, then it sucked, left us hanging. So, very similar to what you were talking about. I guess, yeah, the ending not very good. Nicole Raquel says, I wish I would have read the reviews before wasting my time and money on this piece of crap movie. Y'all should be ashamed for
0: making a movie this bad. You got another one? The turning title is uh, for the state of my stomach for ninety-four minutes, uh, and my head for two hours afterwards. I love the book Turning of the Screw by Harry James. I was uh, expecting this film to be cliché, to be weak in horror and heavy in jump scares, and I didn't expect it to be as bad as it turned out to be. It moves too slow. It riddled too much. uh, too many jump scares. It tries to be smart by adding a twist at the ending and twist, uh, twisting a twist with another twist twist. Twice. Absolutely disappointing. Uh, Mackenzie Davis deserves much, much better for her career. Uh, let's see. I got a good one,
1: actually. Laura Green says, I love the ending. Not every movie requires to be spoon-fed. To spell out. Uh, and spell out the conclusion I have my own theory about the ending but I don't want to spoil it for others I will say this though pay close attention to the nanny uh but then Jessica Lynn says just left the theater I can't believe I wasted my money to see a movie with the most lazy ending it had amazing potential but with such a letdown even if they were to come out with a second one I wouldn't watch it
0: I found a 10 out of 10 review, uh, I just love this movie, don't know why some people didn't like it, maybe uh, the way it ended, but uh, when uh, uh, when were you expecting more, I guess? It catches up immediately and go it goes until the hell, very creepy at times, I can watch it again and again.
1: All right, something else that came out this weekend, or last weekend, I mean. Uh, the gentleman, Mickey Pearsons, is an American expatriate, expatriate, I guess, who became rich by yeah. building a marijuana empire in London. When word gets out that he's looking to cash out of the business, it's who triggers an array of plots and schemes from those who want his fortune. 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3 out of 4 from Roger Ebert, uh, directed by Guy Ritchie, who, I I mean, great early stuff. Hit and miss in the middle part of his life there. Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnan, uh, and a few other people. Hugh, Hugh Grant, Colin Farrell, uh, uh-huh. Michelle
0: Dockery? Dockery, I've never heard of her. Uh, but, yeah. Also coming out, the last full measure, Eamon uh, William H. Uh, Pinsberger Jr. is awarded the Medal of Honor for his service and actions at the battlefield. Uh, this is directed by Todd Robinson. It has uh, 6.3i out of 10 on r b 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, 96% on Fandango, or 91% of Google users liked it, Uh, it has Sebastian Stan, Samuel Jackson, Christopher Plummer, William Hurt, and Ed Harris in it.
1: Okay, uh, let's start with that one then for our movie bet uh, of the month. The Last Full Measure did $1 million in the opening weekend, but it didn't really... It only opened in 614 theaters. Not a really wide opening, but, yeah. Right. Uh... The Turning did 6.95, so almost 7 million uh, in the opening weekend. The Gentleman, though, did 10.6 million.
0: Yeah. And what uh, What uh, did I have to beat?
1: Uh, Doolittle, right? Or no, Bad Boys for Life was the big one. 62.5.
0: Yeah, so pretty far away. Pretty
1: far away, yeah. Uh, I've seen some commercials for ri- the, ri- the Rhythm Section movie lately, and it looks like a pretty good movie, actually. We made fun of it, the title, but uh, the movie itself actually looks pretty
0: good. Hey, do you like books? I do. Go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen in one word. Get a 30-day trial of Audible and a free book. If you want to cancel, and maybe you want to cancel, you get to keep the book. And you even support us, even if you cancel. So go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Luke, have you any Jeremy around things you want to talk about? Because I do.
1: Well, one thing, uh, Fro sent me this article, uh, woman caught in revealing position at London <laughs> Park, right? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, when Fro sends me stuff, I'm like, okay, I should probably research. I always research everything to make sure we're not, like, putting out some article that's ridiculous. Well, go ahead and look at what I looked up that um, on Google. Go ahead and click that. Mm-hmm. You see anything similar here in the articles below it? Uh, all are from Express. And they all are about Google Maps. And look at the dates. One day one day ago, two days ago, one week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, 13 hours ago, one day ago. Yeah. And it's all like different ones. It's Google Maps Street View catches man as he sneaks a, a saucy move. Google Maps Street View, old man caught in very embarrassing <laughs> photo as he flashes this. Uh, Google Maps caught couple in the middle of intimate moment on Mexico Beach. Like there are tons mm-hmm. of these, and in... yeah, uh, it's not. I don't think any of them are real. Fro, just to let you know.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Uh, the Eurovision 2020 semifinals have been drawn. Uh, semifinal one is Australia, Belarus, Ireland, Lithuania, North Macedonia, Russia, Slovenia, Sweden, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Israel, Malta, Norway, Romania, and Ukraine. Semi-final two is Austria, Czech Republic, Estonia, Greece, Iceland, Moldova, Poland, San Marino, Serbia, Albania, Armenia, Bulgaria, Denmark, Finland, Georgia, Latvia, Portugal, and Switzerland. Uh, Makes it a little tougher, I think, for us to qualify because uh, Australia is a very big contender. Uh, always qualifies. Russia is in our final, always does good numbers. Sweden does amazing. Ukraine uh, and Azerbaijan are big contenders with Cyprus and Israel. So I think we are going to have... uh, We have to have a very good song to qualify. I think it will be very hard to... Qualify where semifinal two is more. You mean open. Norway qualify, right? Yeah, Norway qualify.
1: Yes. Yeah, we're just waiting for the you guys win. We'll see what happens this year. But uh, did you see mm-hmm. this article? Trump's spiritual advisor responds to backlash after sermon calling for satanic all satanic pregnancies to miscarry. Wow. This is the same lady. Remember, right after the Iran thing, yes. and we were talking. Same lady. That was in that yep. video we watched. Tele-evangelist Paul, Paula White uh, said in a sermon calling for all satanic pregnancies to miscarry after a portion of her address went viral. It says, I don't normally respond, but this has clearly been taken out of
0: context.
1: How do you take that out of context?
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I really, really don't know. I, I I kind of yeah. It's just like it's it's very strange. Uh, should we talk a little about the Grammys? I
1: guess. Uh, sure. I didn't the- I didn't watch it. I was not interested in it. I know uh the uh pres uh, President Obama's wife Michelle Obama won one. That's the only thing I know about it. Oh, Billie Eilish won a lot of yeah. them. I couldn't name you a Four. Billie Eilish song if I wanted to, but that's fine. Bad boy. Uh yeah, that's uh, all I know. Anything else you got about the Grammys? Anything uh, interesting happen? Uh, not really. I heard some lady <laughs> showed up in a Trump dress. That was another article I read. Like a, wow. a dress that was all uh, red, white and blue, but the whole front of it said Trump 2020 or something on it.
0: Oh really? Yeah, people were all mad about it. <laughs> so, we need to talk about the cr- uh crash, of course.
1: Oh, right. Uh, Kobe Bryant and his fi- yeah. well, his daughter and a few other people. Uh, you know, sad no matter what. Yeah. The, especially when a child uh, dies at such a young age. Um, There were a lot yeah. of people who were like saying, oh, this isn't a big deal. Why are you guys making it such a big deal out of this? Well, he touched like millions of people's lives. So, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Even no. though like, me and you don't really care about basketball, it's clear that this guy... Touched a lot of people, so I mean, not in that way. He touched a lot of people's lives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, 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 even me that doesn't follow any American sports, know who's Kobe Bryant is. So, oh. uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family, as they say in every show I have ever seen on television. Remember when we talked
1: about uh, Super Nintendo World in Japan, Fro? And I was like, oh, it's awesome, but I'm not going to be able to go because it's all the way over in Japan. Well, Universal Orlando uh, is planning to open their own Universal Epic Universe featuring Super Nintendo World in 2023.
0: So, Well, I guess what you're doing, uh, you know what you're doing in 2023. I'm going to Florida.
1: I have family in Florida, so
0: I'll, I'll just stay with them, yeah. Hey, uh, next week we will uh, do uh, the Messiah episode five. Uh, you will remember to watch it, and that we're going to cover it. Maybe. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Uh, we will do another digital review of Gretel and Hansel. It's so different because it's the other way around. You see. Right. Yeah. So different. And they don't get away at the end. That's
1: going to be the twist ending. <laughs> they <laughs> get. Ending. They get eaten. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, then we will have our main topic is Oscars and Razzie's bets
1: yep we'll go through all the Oscar noms and all the Razzie nominations and uh, bet on them for the it, it'll be the movie bet for next month instead of the, uh, yes. how we'd normally do the movie bet right
0: so uh, before we go Uh, and before we do the news of the week thing that we always do, uh, there's a little thing called the Bowl of Supers this weekend. I don't know if you know that. I was
1: totally unaware. That's how much I care about sports. I didn't even know.
0: When I think about
1: it, I've been seeing a lot of commercials for, like, uh, chips and soda that are, like, football-themed. So, yeah, I'm not surprised.
0: Okay. So, it's the Kansas Chiefs. Against San Francisco 49ers. That was,
1: my fa- that was my favorite team when I was a kid, the 49ers, because a West Coast kid, you know what I mean? Alright, So who's going to win? I'll
0: go 49ers, I guess. Okay. Then I will go Kansas City Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Uh, what are we going to bet? Uh, the loser has to sing in the next show. How about that? Uh, how about not? <laughs> okay the loser has to (laughs) write the poem
1: uh we'll figure it out I'm sure we're gonna be watching the super bowl together so
0: oh we're definitely going to watch the bowl of supers as I call it Mm -hmm. yes because of the commercials that's the only reason me and Luke watch the super bowl and they've sucked the
1: last bunch of years so it's like almost pointless yeah
0: yeah. Uh, you like the we're... halftime
1: show. You like it a little, yeah. little better than I do, but. I do. It is still fun I... to like be able to talk about.
0: And I have absolutely no clue who is uh, going to be on, in the Actually, halftime show. Actually, I don't know either. The... Yeah, I, I don't even know. Absolutely no clue. So we'll talk about that next week. But look, what are three things we will definitely cover next week? Uh.
1: Bird flu makes it come black. Come back. Come mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. Uh, come back. Let's see. Uh, they finally find Chislane Maxwell. I think we've guessed that like ten times, though. And <laughs> man caught in uh, car wash uh, after getting out of his car in the, in the middle of
0: uh, washing it. There we go. Mm. Uh... I think the Ukraine will attack Norway because that's what I tried, tried to do this week. Uh, then we will find out that meat can cure the uh, virus because it is actually made out of beer. Okay. Uh, and we will discover that sunlight is dangerous for people with the albino disease. I could have told you that, but okay. (laughs) Sure. So, all that next week. All that next week. So, uh, go, go. Have a fun Super Bowl, everybody. Uh, We will see you next week. We will talk a lot of politics, I'm going to guess. Uh, good luck of coming out of the EU this Friday, the UK. Right. We'll see if you I mean We got survive. the Iowa
1: caucuses on whenever, Monday or something. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Friday, they're going to get out of the EU officially, so that will be interesting. Okay, I think that's everything. My name is Fro, and I'm from Norway. What's your name?
1: My name's Luke. I'm from the US. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.